0: From the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding
1: Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb. And I'm Hillary Emmer. We can't wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. Uh, thanks for tuning in, uh, Utah School Counselors. We are excited for this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Um, we have another fantastic guest. Um, sponsor for you guys to hear from and learn from. So today I have Adam Rockenbach. He is from Bloom Sites, and he is going to tell us about their program um, and what they do. And we'll get into some good questions. So take it away, Adam.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for this opportunity. And, and uh, this uh, chance to share what we've created with Bloom Sites. Um, I think uh, at the high level, uh, Bloom Sites is a, a formative school wide screener for student well being and school climate. But if you were to put it more simply, what Bloom Sites is really able to do is provide students with a way to communicate their needs uh, on a routine basis uh, through a, a survey system that we have that allows for them to share how they feel about themselves and their experiences of school life with an emphasis on things like how students feel in terms of uh, how much support they're getting and they're learning, uh, how safe they feel at school, how engaged they are, connected, um, and and really focusing on some of that data that uh, is typically, I think, not (laughs) not available to uh, many school counselors. When we look at a a traditional view of uh, student data that that schools collect, Yeah, so the emphasis is really on uh, qualitative data. Um, I think, uh, well, I was a former teacher. Uh, I taught middle school and high school for 13 years in Los Angeles Unified School District uh, before I started Bloom Sites. And what I found was we had a a huge amount of data on students when it came to things like standardized test scores, uh, graduation rates, attendance, uh, number of referrals, um, a lot of that quantitative data And I think that makes sense because that type of data is pretty easy for schools to collect. Uh, But when we really wanted to know how our students felt or what their experience of school is like, um, that data wasn't available. Um, And that's not easy to do because, as we all know, students' feelings can change quickly. Yeah. um, And experiences can change quickly. And so what we really wanted to try to find a way to do is capture that student opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, we found that, um, of course, as everyone knows, uh, that type of information, you know, how students feel, uh, really is going to help in terms of getting them prepared for their learning. Um, yeah. So when students feel safe and connected, there's tons of research that shows outcomes are going to be improved. Yeah. Um, students are going to want to take academic risks. They're going to feel like they want to be in the classroom. Uh, If they have a stronger connection with their teacher and their peers, it just creates a better learning environment and a stronger school community. But teachers and counselors are constantly trying to find ways to find that information. Um, And of course, with like online surveys now, that's a lot easier to do. But what I found in my experiences is that Those are great to have, but they're typically administered once a year. So school might send that out at the beginning of the school year, and we get this really nice snapshot of what our students thought, let's say, in October. But what happens in December or what happens in January? We don't have a way of being able to check back in that's safe and easy. Um, And I think more importantly, when you do have these kind of annual surveys, and again, this is a lot from my experiences but the time it takes to get that data in your classroom or in front of you as a counselor uh is kind of goes against the idea of (laughs) quick intervention right
1: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say it's it's typically not a very quick turnaround (laughs) right Right. and by the time you know it's like oh maybe is that still the issue or are we onto something different now
0: (laughs) right and i think as a result of this teachers and counselors spend a lot of their time trying to find this information and collecting it in various ways yeah. uh, i know when i was teaching there was plenty of counselors that would have one minute check-ins or you know they would uh, look at some information and then keep track of it on spreadsheets or uh, teachers might ask students like what they thought about the last unit they did or yeah. you could even do a, you know share your emotion or how do you feel today but yeah. keeping track of that is is difficult Then on top of that, you have to analyze it. Um, So you need to look at all this data and crunch it down to make it meaningful. Mm -hmm. And so what Bloom Sites does is we essentially have created a way to where we can check in with students once a month. It takes about 15 minutes for them to complete. And it gives them that ability to communicate their feelings about themselves in school. And then we have a layer of analytics on top of that that automatically analyzes those responses and then shows what a student's um, well-being is uh, over 16 different indicators. So anything from signs of uh, social isolation and loneliness to uh, safe at school, uh, teacher-student relationships, resilience, academic mindset. So we can take these responses and look at those and then simplify a lot of that process then we can provide tiered intervention and prevention strategies based on those results. So we can look at what can a teacher do uh, at the classroom level or we can look at how can a teacher and a student support or a teacher and a counselor support uh, an individual student based on the data that we have in real time.
1: Very cool. So um, like logistics is this, Uh, Is it like a monthly survey sent out by the school? Is it like an app that students just access? How does that um, collection side work and what does that look like?
0: Sure, so we use Clever. uh, So students can sign into their Clever portal. Uh, That's really nice because it allows us to procure and kind of maintain accounts easily. Uh, Roster, we just use roster information so teachers or counselors don't have to add you know, first name, last name, all that work that you yeah. have to do, um, and so and then it's really easy for students because once they know their Clever portal, Bloom Sites just sits in there, so they don't need a special password.
1: Um, oh, okay.
0: To get into the app, it, it's web-based, so it works on any device. Okay. Um, and and the process is pretty easy. So students click or sign into their Clever portal, they click on Bloom Sites, and once they're in there bloom sites handholds them through the process and there's there's two pieces so there's the my opinion part which functions like a survey uh, but i'll explain some nuances about that in a second and then we have my classmates piece and the my classmates piece i think is kind of uh, new and exciting because in my classmates what we can do is we can show uh, on the screen uh, all the students that are in a particular class or grade level Mm -hmm. and then we can have students select uh, those classmates that they feel connected to, and then share how connected they feel to that student. Uh, we can then use those two points to graph on a sociogram, the underlying social dynamics and um, class social structure. Uh, so we can really visualize what these peer connections look like. Um, yeah. And, and to make it formative, so you know, we suggest every four to six weeks that students come in and participate. Uh To make it formative, we've come up with some technology that allows us to control the frequency of our questions. So we have a priority system that we use. Uh, Priority one questions are gonna be questions that students answer about themselves. Uh, I feel like I belong at the school. Uh, I feel like uh, my teacher supports me, those types of questions. And then priority three focus on the physical environment of the school the bathrooms are clean, Yeah, I, lo- I like the way my school looks. And what we can do is we can use that priority system to control how often students see those questions. So those priority three questions, we're only gonna ask them maybe once or twice a year because we don't need to ask students every single time yeah. what they think about their school. It's <laughs> right. more important for us to check in routinely yeah. with questions like, how do you feel? That way teachers are constantly being able to, and counselors as well, able to see how those feelings have changed. Uh, So that's really the unique part about the survey. It is traditional in the sense of questions and response types, but very much different in terms of its administration. And that's all done automatically. So Bloom Sites knows which questions to pull and the most relevant ones for students each time they come in.
1: Cool. And it sounds like it's um, a tool that is accessible to not just the school counselor in the school, but like the teachers and your administrators, you're you're all getting to see this data and, you know, pull those tiered interventions from there to sort of pick and choose what could be useful for you. Um, You know, like it's pretty common for schools to have like a, a weekly kid talk meeting And so you could definitely be kind of looking at this data to see, okay, here are the students we need to really zero in on. These are the ones we're really concerned about. Um, And it's just data driven instead of anecdotally, right? Like, oh, it kind of feels like maybe we should, but actually we're seeing, yeah, something's happened here. They are feeling less safe or, um, you know, whatever the case may be, that's more of that qualitative quantitative data. that is I think really helpful.
0: Yeah, and and I think to that point, I mean, as a classroom teacher, you might not have the training uh, in terms of what to do with a student that's lonely. But if you're noticing a student may be acting up or a student is missing classes or there's some issues in your classroom, what we wanna try to do at Bloom Sites is help classroom teachers better understand what that story is. Yeah. Um, And the hope is that we can then have these uh, concerns addressed in a classroom setting first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, a counselor can then see the same data and be able to also monitor and use their special techniques and unique yeah. qualifications to maybe address it at a more deeper level where, where a teacher may not feel comfortable or uh, have that particular skill set that a counselor can have. Right. Um, and so that's really what we're trying to do is, is we can look at results from the school level all the way down to an individual student. So it's meant to be used, you know, in MTSS teams, um, yeah. inf- inform yeah. your SEL practices, uh, IEPs. There's this yeah. data is just not there. And when you have it, it gives you a fuller story.
1: Absolutely. We really get to see the whole student, which I think right. is really, really cool. Um. I am intrigued. I think it sounds uh, like a really, really, really cool tool. So I'm guessing other counselors are going to be like asking the same question, like, okay, if this is something um, we don't have at our school yet, you know, does it, is it coming through a district? Can we reach out as a school? What's like, how do people get to use it and, and start um, having it in their building?
0: Yeah, that, that's a great question, and, and I'm open to all options.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you know, I, I think
0: with 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 schools, of course, um, because this is something kind of new. Uh, from what I have hear, what I typically hear is, you know, there's always a school that might need to kind of tread the water a little bit. So yeah. we can we can provide bloom sites uh, to a single school, uh, or we can go district wide. We don't have a process that, uh, where we need to, um, well, let me say that like this. We we want to do what's most comfortable for schools. These yeah. last two years have not been easy for educators or counselors and bringing on something new uh, is often a concern. And so what we yeah. want to pr- we want to be flexible and we want to know what your needs are and work with you, uh, whether that's just one school or many as a way of trying to find the best, way to make this available uh and make it a tool that that provides value mm-hmm. no one in education needs another task to do yeah uh, right <laughs> so <laughs> we want to make this simple and smooth we for example we don't we don't do individual license type situations it's just open school-wide so anyone that because that's what clever can do right yeah. clever allows them to share whoever they want to have access to to bloom sites and so uh our approach is to really try to find the most um kind of seamless way to make bloom sites available
1: very cool um so is there a website um and i'll make sure i put this information in our show notes a website or um, contact info for you um for like a next step for someone what's kind of the best route for um, a counselor to take for that
0: Sure. Um, so you can go to bloomsites.com. That's okay. our website. Uh, you can always just contact me directly at adam at bloomsites.com. Um, okay. Those are kind of the two easiest routes. And then, of course, I'll be there in a week or so, or less than a week now. Uh, right. <laughs> so yep. you can all, if you do have the opportunity to attend the conference, I really hope. Uh, You can come by and and really just share with me, you know, what are some headaches that you have or what are some things that keep you up at night about how your students are feeling. And we can take a look to see if if Blim Sites might be something that can help support you.
1: That's awesome. Um, Is there anything else that you want to make sure we say that we didn't get to um, or any question I didn't ask that you want to make sure we covered?
0: No, I think it was great. Um, this opportunity is really nice to have a conversation about this and, um, we're just really excited. We're really excited to try to help, um, both students and counselors and teachers and, and I hope you come check us out.
1: Definitely. I, I hope you all do as well. I think, um, you really get it. We, you know, we want tools that are useful and helpful and, um, don't become another thing, another project to manage, you know, um, all these things. So as much we want to work smarter and not just harder. And I think this is a really good, um, really cool option. So I hope people look at it. I know I'm going to definitely swing by and and check it out too. So, um, that's all that I've got Adam. Thanks so much for hopping on today and, and taking some time to talk with me.
0: Yeah, it was my pleasure. Nice to meet you and I'll, I'll see you in a week.
1: Likewise. All right. Take care and have a great day.
0: You too. Thank you. Bye
1: okay, Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email
1: the sounding board at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes.
0: Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselor Association. USCA members also receive bi-monthly newsletters to stay up-to-date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ut school counselor and on Twitter
1: at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselor Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development recognition and support this podcast would not be possible without the support of our members we'll have more ideas to share with you next week
0: let's go